At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what does every grocery store aisle now have in common products that come in paper packaging and we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Gentlemen, to another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I am Danny Burke, your host. And if you can't tell, well, as always, we are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, absolutely packed as we are on day one of March Madness. And, well, we've already seen some mayhem go down Iowa falling victim to the Richmond Spiders. The Hawkeyes once again failing to show up under the spotlight on a big stage, whether it's college football or college basketball, same old Iowa Hawkeyes. Aside from that, well, we've got another close game right now with Gonzaga and Georgia State. I'm looking at the score right now on the big screen. Tied up 54 apiece, and we'll tell you about those live lines momentarily. But I do want to tee up what we got for the rest of the show throughout the next hour because 15 minutes from now we will be joined by a host of the New York City cast and Point Spread Weekly contributor, Will Hill. I know he's got plenty of action going on not only for today but presumably for tomorrow and beyond. So 15 minutes from now we'll talk with Will. Then a half hour from now, Aaron Moore will be joining us, sports media professor, does a great job covering college basketball, also a big contributor here at Beeson to point spread weekly and then at the end of the show we will be recapping some of the college basketball action i got as well as a hockey play i'm rolling with tonight for danny's dimes but let's get you squared away with these in-game updates. So like I said, it's a close one between Gonzaga and Georgia State. Gonzaga, always oh, that team that just can't seem to get the job done at the end of the year. But now we have worries they may not be able to do it at the very beginning 
of the tournament. 56-54, to 54, the Bulldogs currently lead Georgia State. And at Bet Rivers right now, it looks like the last available in-game number had Gonzaga as about an 8.5-point favorite. So there's still about 12 minutes to go in this game. In Gonzaga, we know how lethal they can be, but if you think Georgia State can pull it in close, then take an eight in the hook, you're getting about plus 123. Money line is eight to one odds on the dog if you trust Georgia State, minus 1667 with Gonzaga. Total at about 160 in the hook, shaded to the under minus a buck 30. I wouldn't really get involved until you see a better number on Gonzaga. That's the only way I would go about it, honestly. I mean, let's be let's be realistic. Gonzaga will find a way to pull it out. It's just a matter of how and when at some point in this game. It may not be pretty, but assuming they do get the job done, it's just a question by how much. And there is still a lot of time left, so we'll see how much gas Georgia tank or Georgia State still has left in the tank, excuse me. But that's the update on that game. We'll continue to provide that to you throughout the next hour. The other game going on, well, it's not as exciting, but I am pretty excited about it, and I hope you are too, because this was one of our bets that we had for our early college basketball tournament plays. North Carolina on the money line, and right now they are up 61-33 to over Marquette. Look, I obviously thought North Carolina would win, but nowhere near as dominant as they are doing right now. They're a 24-point favorite on the live line, courtesy of Bet Rivers. Total we're seeing at 159. Juice is on the under, minus 167. But the Tar Heels with a very comfortable lead. And we'll see if they get that matchup with Baylor, if they can hold on. But let's be honest, they're probably going to hold on here. So North Carolina, a team that I talked about a lot and other people, just having that potential to go off on any given night and provide a lot of offense, which you are seeing right now against Marquette. Heck, in some of my brackets, I actually have them beating Baylor in the next round kind of split both ways for me and probably the eight brackets that I have but love what I'm seeing out of North Carolina uh, North Carolina right now up by 31 points 64 to 33 so looking great for this Tar Heel squad but again we'll keep you updated more so on the Gonzaga and Georgia State game that is coming down to the wire even though there are about 11 minutes left we'll still see what it's looking like in terms of those in-game betting situations as for our other plays well earlier it was disappointing to see the rams at colorado state blow as high as a 15 point lead against michigan the wolverines did everything they could to try to blow it in the first half but you got to give credit where credit's due. They battled back in the second half, and Juwan Howard and company are moving on to the next round. So we lost that bet with Colorado State, but we did bounce back, taking the Memphis Tigers on the money line. They took care of business against Boise State. So right now we're about 1-1 one and one on the day. Last night we hit Wright State, so 2-1 and one with our March Madness bets. Hopefully we can make that 3-1 and one after North Carolina, and then we have another game to look forward to which we can get into right now, and that's going to be that San Francisco-Murray State matchup. Now, we've talked about this a couple times throughout the course of this week. Jeff Parles also joined us yesterday, giving us his thoughts on this game. And when he joined us, it was right around the time that the news was announced that San Francisco's big man, uh, Masalski, is going to be missing this event i mean he's not going to be in this game he's dealing i believe with a knee issue once again so he's going to be absent and that has impacted the line a little bit not tremendously because it kind of was coming down to about one or a pick em. but now you see murray state laying two minus 134 on the money line whereas san francisco catching plus 114 and total at bet rivers is 137 juice on the over minus 113 
Now, originally, this open minus two and a half in favor of San Francisco. And I'd, like I always do, I like to mention what Greg Peterson had his number at because he handicaps every single game and one of the best in the biz to do so. And Greg had Murray State as a four-point favorite. So even aside from that, I liked Murray State for a few reasons here. I mean, they're a very potent offensive team that's putting up near 80 points per game. But defensively, they're just as great, limiting their opponents to about 62 points per contest. Now, San Francisco is a team that could put up the points as well. They're averaging about 77 points per game, defensively limiting opponents to 67 points per game. Also, though, why I like Murray State, they've got three scorers that lead the squad. They've got K.J. Williams putting up 18 points per contest. Alongside that, Tevin Brown, 17 a game. And then Justice Hill, he's putting up about 13 per contest. And this is a team that's shooting almost 50% from the floor, 48% to be exact, but really good out of Murray State, over 35% from beyond the arc. Not the best free throw shooting team, about 69% from the charity stripe, but San Francisco also isn't that great of a free throw shooting team. They're right at 69.5% themselves. They shoot 45.5% from the floor, 35% from deep. But also, you got to remember, this Murray State team was just unbelievable this whole season. They went through the entire Ohio, uh, uh, excuse me, Ohio Valley Conference without a loss, 18-0. Yeah, they're flustering me. That's how great they've been. But the big thing, too, aside from just looking at these other stats, the rebounding. So Murray State's a really solid rebounding team. They out-rebound San Francisco on average. And another big factor, they turn over the ball less compared to San Francisco. So San Francisco's turning the ball over about 13 times per game, where you get Murray State at about 11 times per game. And those prove to be costly at every game, but especially at this point of the season. So I do give the edge to Murray State. The injury now even more so, and he could still get a relatively solid price on them. I thought it'd move a little bit more so. But again, I got minus 120 at the beginning of this week. Now you can get minus a buck 34 at Bet Rivers, and I would still recommend that as a play for one of the later games tonight, Murray State over San Francisco. But I did want to move on and preview some of the other games that are coming up soon, and let's start with this Indiana-St. Mary's matchup. Now, Indiana had a nice win against Wyoming. It didn't start off too pretty, but nevertheless, they did get the job done, and now they're faced off against St. Mary's, and St. Mary's is laying two in the hook. Minus 136 on the money line, whereas the Hoosiers catch him plus 114 and a short total of 125. I probably, in a majority of my brackets, have Indiana advancing in this game. Now, again, as gross as that game was in the last effort, a win is still a win, and now they kind of got those first-hand jitters out of the way. Right? I mean, they feel a little bit more comfortable coming into the spot. They were one of the hotter teams at the end of the season, having an impressive performance toward the end of the Big Ten Conference Tournament, then losing on a buzzer beater to the Iowa Hawkeyes. And then they felt slighted based on the seeding position they got, still having to go in a playing game, whereas a team like Michigan just got to go in right away despite Michigan losing to Indiana in the tournament. But I do like Indiana a little bit here. I'm not saying that I'm rushing to bet this on an individual game basis. But again, in a majority of my brackets, I do have the Hoosiers advancing. And if you had to ask me which side I would lean, then of course I would say I would probably take the two in the hook with Indiana. But that should be a fun game. Going to be tipping off in a little bit more than an hour. Again, St. Mary's laying two in the hook in that spot. Another game where we see a similar spread. Also starting in a little bit more than an hour. How about San Diego State and Creighton? 
The Aztecs, a very solid defensive team. They are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Money line minus 141 for San Diego State. The Blue Jays catching plus 118, even a shorter total. For this matchup, it's at 120. Juice a little bit on the over, minus 113. Unders minus 107. But San Diego State opened about minus two in the hook. And again, at Bet Rivers, hasn't really moved too much. I was kind of torn on this game. I originally was leaning toward the side of Creighton. But then the more I was looking into it, the more that I thought about it, I kind of have a little bit more trust with San Diego State. Creighton's kind of a volatile team, and the one steady part of San Diego State that you can rely on is that they're going to punish you defensively. And if Creighton gets flustered early on, well, then it's going to be a really tough game for them right out of the gates. So I kind of like that attitude and perspective of looking to the side of San Diego State. Again, not in love per se with betting it, but from the bracket standpoint, I did put San Diego State, and I think all of them, going to advance against Creighton. So I would look toward the side of San Diego State. Then another game I want to talk about, 8.20 p.m. Central Time. This one seems to have a lot of betting interest from plenty of people that we've talked to on the show. Vermont and Arkansas. Vermont catching five in this spot. Arkansas opened six, so it's come down to five. A little bit of love shown for Vermont, or even as low as four in the hook at some books. But Bet Rivers has Vermont catching five, plus 175 on the money line if you think they could pull off the upset. This total at 139. I'd be taking the points or nothing here. I know Matt Humans was talking about it yesterday, and he liked Vermont. I'm kind of split in terms of advancing teams for this matchup. So, look, I'm not going to go too crazy on this one. But in terms of the spread, I'd probably look toward taking it with Vermont. But coming up next here on Rush Hour, don't worry. Plenty more handicapping for college basketball coming your way with Will Hill. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion centered around your local teams, well, Bet Rivers has you covered because Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit. Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts available and to get hooked up several episodes a week. Great local sports betting content. Okay, welcome back into the madness. The show is Rush Hour. The network is VEASAN. I'm Danny Burke, your host, and we are broadcasting live out of the Bet River Sportsbook just outside of Chicago here in Des Plaines, Illinois, and everybody's sweating out their plays. I mean, North Carolina's got pretty strong hold over Marquette. Gonzaga's finally breaking away, 70-58 to after we literally just talked. It was a two-point game, and now the Bulldogs are doing Bulldog things. And now we bring on Will Hill, who I'm sure has plenty to say, not only about the upcoming games, but what happened earlier today. And, Will, I got to ask you about this Iowa-Richmond game. The Nebraska fan in me is pretty content with it because, well, obviously going to Nebraska, they're our rival. My sister went there. A bunch of my friends went there, so it's always funny to kind of laugh in their face. They could give me crap, but at least Nebraska had no expectations coming into this season. But what was your reaction to Iowa once again falling victim to the big stage? And it wasn't even a big stage. It was the first round. Yeah, well, you have some bragging rights. You could say, you know what, Nebraska and Iowa, they won the same amount of tournament games. And same thing as last year, they won the same amount of tournament games. Uh, I think it was Oregon last year, just buried them as big underdogs. And Richmond, I I liked Richmond with the points. It's funny because I had Iowa in my final four, but I had Richmond big plus the 10 and a half. I was hopefully, you know, going to middle nut that my brackets are worth uh, a whole lot. I'll happily take my win on Richmond. I just thought the Princeton offense really gave them fits. You don't see a lot of Princeton offense in the Big Ten. I don't think any teams 
in the Big Ten run Princeton offense. And uh, the game got tight. They played good defense. Uh, Mooney's a good coach for Richmond. Uh, hell of a win for uh, for Richmond now. Providence, who's been lucky all year, gets another break. Now they get a double-digit seed here um, in the uh, the round of 32. So Providence got a good chance to move to the Sweet 16, but can't count out Richmond. Richmond uh, is obviously capable of beating Providence. I'll be curious to see what that line is in the next round. Now, Will, I want to ask you about another team that we saw play earlier today. That is Michigan, who came back against Colorado State. They're moving on, and I believe they're playing Tennessee next. But I actually had Colorado State in that game, and obviously the Rams looked really good out of the gate. Then Michigan battled back. Is there anything you took away from that game that's making you consider how to bet the next matchup for the Wolverines or even what you know of this team before this tournament? Because I still am not the biggest fan of this Michigan squad. Yeah, they don't defend well enough. I think Tennessee will have a good time with them offensively. Now, look, Michigan's got the pedigree. This is one of the, I don't know, four or five favorites before the season. I think they were like 12 to one to win it all before the year. This is They were on the short list of uh, contenders. They haven't played well. They haven't defended well. But I think having Martelli there gives them, you know, a tournament experience in terms of the coach. Um, you know, I'm sure they'll be, it'd be interesting if I had to make the line for this one. I would guess Michigan's probably catching four or five, just top of my head. Uh, I would leave Tennessee. Five and a half, Will. All right, I'm on it. Bet Rivers better watch out. I, I could uh, I could join the, join the lines making team. Um, yeah, you had a tough one with Colorado State because Colorado State was in control of that game. They just kind of let off let, let the foot off the gas end of the first half. Instead of being up, you know, 15 plus, they went into the half and it was only like seven. I want to say so. Uh, tough one to start the tournament for my boy here, Danny. Yeah, but that's the way it goes sometimes. You know, my perfect bracket out the window right away. But, hey, that's why we like to look at it from a game-to-game -game perspective so we can make money along the way and hopefully clinch a bracket or two depending on how many you made. But, uh, Will, looking forward to the next game that's going to tip off. This UConn team has some high hopes for some people, even maybe getting past Gonzaga. I'm not going to be the one to say that they're going to go that far, but look, in terms of their first-round game against New Mexico State, the Huskies lane six in the hook, total at 131.5. What are you betting for this game? Yeah, I grabbed New Mexico State. I'm, I'm okay with buying it up to seven minus 120. I think seven's a key number. Uh, it's usually the can be the point where teams foul or don't foul, so seven's a key number. That's the three possessions. Um, but Gonzaga, by the way, got a favorable whistle. Georgia State, I was rooting for them to kind of pull the upset here. I, I think Gonzaga is probably pulling away at this point. But uh, I like the dog here. I think UConn goes through these droughts where they can't really sh score, can't really shoot. Uh, 166 in the country and made threes. New Mexico State's good. They got a lot of size. They defend well. Uh, Teddy Allen's their best player. He's an elite scorer, you know, 20 points a game. Uh, to me, this UConn team, which struggles on offense, uh, might have their hands full. I could see this being a tight game, you know, three-point game with two minutes left, something like that. Uh, I like the dog here. I think New Mexico State's going to hang around in this one. All right, well, let's go to a later game this evening. How about the Bruins of UCLA taking on the Akron Zips and the Zips catching 13 in the hook. This total 128 with a little bit of juice to the over. Is 13 and a half a little bit too much, or you think UCLA can cover that? Too much. I think it opened 14 and a half. I grabbed some 14. I'm okay grabbing the 13 and a half. I might even sprinkle the money line. I just think Akron uh, is in a good spot here. They shoot the ball well. They played well, you know, the end of the year. They, they came out and won their conference tournament. Uh, they defend the rim well, and they play slow. They played a, a controlled pace. I think all of their MAC tournament games were 60 possessions or less for their opponent. So that's the recipe to hanging around, pulling an upset, at least covering the number. Play slow, play good defense. They defend the rim well. You know, UCLA, they, they run a lot of post, a lot of mid-range, which doesn't lend itself to blowout. So 
Uh, I think Daniel Alvari, our, our buddy, is going to be sweating this one out. I could see uh, Akron hanging around in this one. Now, Will, even if UCLA does get by and say Akron makes it close and they cover, what do you think the ceiling is for UCLA? Some people have them in the Final Four. Maybe some people have them as an early exit. I think they have the potential to make a deep run, but I'm not really that confident in them. They're on the tough side of the bracket for sure. But what are your expectations for UCLA in terms of their longest stretch? Yeah, it's tough because they made the Final Four last year. They really could have beaten Gonzaga. You could look at it like, hey, they should have been in the title game. But they also were very close to being eliminated in the play-in last year. Remember, they went to overtime against Michigan State in the first four. And they th th that run they went on was almost you know not non-existent. Uh, I could go either way with it. Uh, I, I like Akron tonight. I wouldn't be shocked if UCLA you know, makes a Sweet 16. But I don't think this is like a real threat to win the whole thing. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there, too. I think at best they're stealing the Final Four, but even still, you got a tough test on that side of the bracket, whether it's Baylor, whether it's Purdue, any other team. Could be a tough road for UCLA and could be a tough test tonight. Like you said, Will looking to take the points on the other side with Akron. Now, Will, another team that has at least maybe more high expectations, for sure more, is the Kansas Jayhawks. And Kansas is going to be taking on Texas Southern for the final game this evening, the Jayhawks laying 22 points, total at 145 and a half. I, I steer clear of games with this high of a spread, but uh, I'm sure you've got some betting interest in it, my friend. Yeah, uh, I, I want no part of Bill Self in a tournament. He's gotten upset time after time, whether it's Bucknell way back when or uh, Northern Illinois. He, he has not been a great tournament coach. That being said, they're in no danger tonight. They should steamroll Texas Southern. Uh, Texas Southern, I mentioned Akron plays the perfect style to that lends itself for an upset. They play slow. They defend well. Texas Southern plays fast. They try to play a full-court game, fast-paced, and they are a turnover machine. Uh, that's, a, that's a disaster of a recipe. Kansas should run them over. Uh, you know, first score you see in this game is probably going to be, you know, 24 to 6, 20 to 20 to 5, something like that. I think Kansas lays it on. You know, maybe you're better off just taking the first half because who knows what happens in the second half. But again, superior athletes for Kansas, not the style you want to play if you're the underdog here to play fast paced, turn the ball over. Uh, I think Kansas rolls here. I'll lay the points. All right, Will, one more game I want to go over with you. This is going to be tomorrow, and you know me. I like representing the Big Ten. I want them to do well. They got the most teams in this tournament, but a lot of people like to fade them. And I can't say I necessarily disagree with this team being the Wisconsin Badgers. And Colgate, they're catching seven in the hook against Wisconsin. Seems like Colgate's a popular play ATS, but even just elimination-wise, I don't have Wisconsin going that far. I don't trust this team whatsoever. What is your feel on this Badger team? Yeah, I like Colgate here. Toothpaste University. I think Wisconsin <laughs> might have some cavities in this one. Uh, Colgate's really good on offense. They can shoot. Uh, they're just an elite offense. They're experienced. You remember they were in the tournament last year, had a big lead on Arkansas. Arkansas sto uh, you know, stormed back and, and won the game going away. But you know, Wisconsin, whether it's basketball, football, it's kind of the same deal with Wisconsin. You, you, they never blow you away with their athleticism, their speed. They're not an explosive team. This is kind of a slow plotting Wisconsin team. Some of their metrics aren't very favorable. You know, kind of a lucky three seed. I'd be shocked uh, if Wisconsin blows them away here. I think Colgate's going to be right in this game. I wouldn't be surprised if they upset them. Uh, I'll take Colgate here, plus the points. Will Hill, ladies and gentlemen, remember to follow him on Twitter, at NotTheWillHill, and catch out the New York City cast several episodes a week. He'll get you hooked up pretty much all over the place, but more centered on East Coast activities. Will, thank you for the insight. Best of luck with your March Madness plays. We'll look forward to catching up again soon.
Best day of the year, Danny. How much fun is this? We got all these games. There's nothing better. Appreciate you having me on vcin.com slash podcasts. Absolutely. You heard the man. So much betting coverage all around. Check it out, vsin.com. And if you want any of the city casts and specifically Will's, like he said, vcin.com slash podcasts. All right, well, more coverage coming your way for March Madness. It is the best time of the year and plenty more betting opportunities for you. So we'll get connected with Aaron Moore, see what he's got dialed up not only for tonight, but for tomorrow. Maybe any team that he liked advancing far in this tournament. And don't forget, at the end of the show, we still have Dandy's Dines with a college basketball game tonight and some hockey. Yes, we will squeeze in just a little bit of hockey. So stick around. Plenty more coming here on Rush Hour. This is Rush Hour on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, which includes advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're looking to continue with your bracket angles or bet against a spread, our team is here to get you ready for every single game throughout every round of the tournament. And you get constant analysis from our experts, which includes Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans. Jonathan Von Tobel, and of course, Tim Murray. They have insights on every single team, every single round, and their favorites, and the Cinderella's. So sign up today to get the betting guide, plus full access to Beeson through April 5th for only $19. And you can get a hold of that at vsin.com slash madness. Welcome back into Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet River Sportsbook jam-packed even before i got here and i'm sure since it was probably like 11 a.m but everybody's sweating out every single bucket making bets on everything and that's why it's the best time of the year when it comes to betting on sports and to help us do more of that we welcome on aaron moore to rush hour to talk more college hoops point spread weekly contributor and sports media professor fantastic coverage of college basketball so aaron thank you for taking some time during this busy slate naturally but we still have plenty more to look forward to tonight and there's a game that i was touching on a little bit at the beginning of the show that i wanted to get your thoughts on San Diego State and Creighton. Tell us a little bit about this game because it was two and a half. Now we've seen it come down to two, so a little bit of movement toward the Blue Jays. What's been your take on this game? Well, thanks for having me, first of all, Danny. It's interesting when you look at the handicap of San Diego State and Creighton. One of the things that I look at, and I know a lot of handicappers when the tournament brackets are announced, you want to look for opposites. You want to see the fast-paced team go against the slow defense. You want to see the three-point shooting team go against the tall team that maybe they can shoot over. But when you look at the Blue Jays and the Aztecs, they really are similar. They're two slow, defensive-minded teams. They would rather take time off the clock than score. And when I look at that, and you see this usually every tournament, a game or two, I want to take the better version of two similar teams. So I think you see the Blue Jays and the Aztecs, they're in the mirror together. And I'm going to take San Diego State. They're the better team. They're the more experienced team. And I'm a little surprised to see if the line is moving. It's going towards the Blue Jays. But to be honest, I'm happy with my San Diego State side here. 
Yeah, Aaron, I'm kind of with you, too. Like I said, I was talking about it a little bit. I'm not insanely confident in it by any stretch of the imagination, but if I had to lean, I, I think it'd be with the Aztecs. They have a little bit more faith in them, and they have a dominant defense as well. So I'm with you. I, I lean toward the side of San Diego State for that matchup. But moving on, Aaron, I, I do want to ask you about this UConn game, too, against New Mexico State. We were discussing this with Will Hill last segment, and he's thinking that six and the hook could maybe be a little bit too much in this game, which is what New Mexico State is catching right now. Total, we're seeing 131 in the hook. What's been your take on this matchup? This was one of the first games that I took, and I love the seven. I really do think the seven is important in this game with the Aggies. You want that seven points, the three possessions. You don't know about the fouls at the end. So I'm very happy I got New Mexico State here with the seven. And one of those games that you look at and you see a little bit of an oppositional style here. New Mexico State wants to play fast. They want to score and they want to move the ball. And UConn is going to play more of that Hurley style defense. And when I look at this game and, you know, UConn has got the pedigree, the national championship. But I look at Teddy Allen as that player that comes out of nowhere the first weekend of the tournament. No one has heard of him. He leads his team single-handedly. We see it every year. And I'm not going to say New Mexico State's going to win this game, but I love the seven points. And even more so, I love what the opportunity Teddy Allen has. He scores nearly 20 points a game to become a national figure after this game. Now, Aaron, you kind of had my curiosity in the sense that we're looking at a game like this, you know, lines now at six in the hook. I know you said you like the seven. Is there kind of like a threshold or a point where if you like an underdog and they're catching a certain amount of points, you'll just get the better value and play the money line? Because a lot of times, of course, we see some upsets happen in March. We see more than some. We, we see a lot. And... I, I know it can be volatile at the end, so typically I'll end up taking the points, but for someone like you who covers it so extensively, is there a point where it's like, say, maybe a team's catching two in the hook, and you're like, eh, at that point, I'll just take the money line? Oh, absolutely. I do think that's becoming more of a popular move, and I think it goes both ways. If it's in that two to three-and-a-half ballpark, if you're laying the two or three-and-a-half, you might as well take the money line with the right. favorite, and, and why not do it on the opposite side and get a little bit of plus money. In this case of New Mexico State, I think the line of seven is good. I think that keeps New Mexico State close. As much as I want to take the money line here, this is to me, it's a, it's a take the points or nothing at all. But if it's in that two, two and a half range, I really think it's becoming a trend both sides. You might as well play the money line because we have no idea what certain coaches are doing following at the end. And that really muddies the water. Absolutely. Well, Aaron, I do got to ask you about a game that's a little bit extended compared to those numbers. A huge favorite do we see with Kentucky laying 18 against St. Peter's. Total at 132. I was saying last segment when I was talking with Will, we were talking about another big game. I think it was Kansas laying like 22 points. And I'm like, ah, I usually just steer clear of that. This is probably one of those situations. But at the same time, I mean, St. Peter's, you really think they can hang with the Wildcats? Uh, not at all. And the funny thing is, the handicap that I do and where I am here in the New Jersey area, the MAC conference is my main area of emphasis. And I will say, Danny, I think St. Peter's is absolutely one of the worst, if not 
the worst team in the tournament. And the reason being that they are built to be competitive in the MAC conference. They should not be here. Iona, however they lost that game, this should be an Iona matchup right now. This should be Patino versus Kentucky, but Iona would be a higher seed. But St. Peter is St. Peter's is not built for the tournament. They're not built to stay close. They've got a guy in the depot who is that type of Mac player. He's six five, six six. He's a forward. He's a he's a guard. He's kind of a tweener. That's why he's in the MAC conference. Now I can see him giving Shibwe a little bit of trouble, but when we look at the line here, this is a game I really see no reason to play because Calipari has shown. Obviously, he's looking at the national championship. He's looking at the final four. I don't think he's going to be playing Wheeler a lot. I don't think Washington needs a lot of time. So, in a way, I see Kentucky almost treating this like a scrimmage. They're playing a wild card in the Peacock, who play very slow. They're not fun to watch. This is going to give Kentucky exposure to a style they do not see in the SEC. So I see this almost like a a controlled scrimmage for Calipari's team. And and where that 17 or that 18 points fits in, I don't think that's a big factor in this game, just because I really don't know how Kentucky's going to play it. Aaron, I know we're kind of limited on time here before the end of this segment, but I really wanted to get to this question about a tip you have in terms of betting futures. Now, we got about 90 seconds or so, but what's some advice in terms of the futures department you have for people come March Madness? Well, we think of futures, Danny. It's we've got to get our uh, tickets in before the tournament. But if you look at the books, that river is being one of the better ones. They're constantly offering futures. And I think a lot of betters have to look at still getting back into futures after this opening round of the tournament. There's still final fours to be played. You can still look to see maybe maybe you had an Iowa. Now you need to look for another uh, national championship ticket as well. That futures doesn't end. The futures market doesn't end once this, once this weekend ends. So keep looking at that. It's a great way of supplementing your daily plays. Love it. You're absolutely right. I I enjoy doing that for pretty much every sport, but even when it's not as long of a season where you can do these futures like March Madness, it's a beautiful thing, and that's why we're grateful to have so many different outlets that offer it. Aaron, thank you for all the advice. Thank you for some of the picks, and I hope you have a very successful tournament, my friend. Thank you very much, Danny. Good luck to you. You got it. You as well. Aaron Moore, folks, follow him on Twitter at PubRelationProf, P-R-O-F, like professor, sports media professor, uh, covering college basketball, also contributes Point Spread Weekly right here at Visa. So love getting a good combo in with Aaron. Really quick, a game just went final. If you heard everybody sweating out the spread while we were talking about Gonzaga, are they going to be able to close it out? Yeah, they closed it out. 93-72 to 72 against Georgia State. The line came down to 8.5, and, and they took care of business like they typically do up until the end. But they handled Georgia State, so Gonzaga with the big win. Less than a minute still to go with North Carolina and Marquette. Tar Heels up 95-63. to 63. North Carolina had it in the bag from the beginning. So we'll update you on the final when that comes to fruition. But coming up next, final segment here on Rush Hour. I got to play in hockey. Want to talk about another game on the ice, but then also revisit the other college basketball game I have this evening. So stick around. Plenty more as we wrap up Rush Hour. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Beth River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. And in addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. So go ahead and download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com to sign up today. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-522-4700 in Nevada. 
Okay, welcome back to Rush Hour here on VEASAN. It is that time you heard the animation, ladies and gentlemen. Danny's Dimes. We've got some hockey, and we've still got some college basketball. Don't you worry about it, but it is that time for my best bets in this final segment as we are broadcasting live out of the Bet River Sportsbook. We're kind of in that, you know, weird moment waiting for the games to still come about. So while we have that brief pause, let me tell you about the hockey action that I am interested in tonight. And again, don't worry, I'll get back to the college basketball, but I do think there is some good opportunity on the ice tonight. And this one going to take place in Toronto. The Maple Leafs hosting the Hurricanes. Carolina, minus 118 favorite at Bet Rivers. Toronto catching even money. High total at 6.5, but don't really bet too many totals in hockey, so you know where I'm going. We are going with the money line, and I'm going in the direction of the road favorite. That's right. I'm taking the Carolina Hurricanes tonight, a team that we have a Stanley Cup futures bet on, but also an individual one for tonight. Toronto actually opened up as the minus 115 favorite. Crossed even money, went over. Now we see Carolina laying the minus 118. And the reason you've seen this movement a little bit is because of Toronto and their goalie. So Eric Kalgren looks like he's getting the nod tonight. And he's played in two games, but he's only had one career start. And he saved 35 out of 35 shots. So he actually had a shutout. He's a fourth goaltender in Maple Leafs history to record a shutout in his first career start. He's 25 years old, but again, the other game he came in was just for a limited amount of time, and he did surrender one goal, but a good effort against Dallas. Shut him out, and they won 4 nothing. It's not going to be easy going against the Hurricanes, though, right? The Canes are coming off a loss at Pittsburgh, but their backup was in, and tonight they'll put in their stud goaltender, Frederick Anderson, the former Maple Leaf, who this season is 38-2. 30 Eight and two, not 38 and two, if that did make sense. But the point being is he's been an absolute beast. 2.06 goals against average, 93% with his saves. He's got three shutouts this season. One of them coming on the road, where on the road he sports a record of 15-5-1, goals against average, and a save percentage of 92.6%. Now, these two teams have both beaten each other once. So Frederick Anderson has been in the pipes when he has or when the Carolinas play Toronto and he's 1-0-1 he's allowed five goals throughout the span of two games that puts him out to a 2.44 goals against average in those two games 52 out of 57 shots he saved 91.2 percent save percentage so not bad against Toronto but again overall Frederick Anderson has been one of the best goalies in the league so Toronto is actually coming off a win versus Dallas. That was that game we just talked about with a goalie that's in the net tonight. And typically it's one of those systems where you look at the home favorite or usually just a home team coming off a win against a road team coming off a loss. But again, we like to look at that with the home favorite. Josh Applebaum talks about it all the time. But Carolina also has a rest advantage. They haven't played since Sunday. Maple Leafs played on Tuesday. And again, remember these teams split two games this season, but the big piece that's missing, Austin Matthews serving the second game of his two-game suspension. So that's a big piece that will be absent tonight. I think the goalie advantage goes with the Hurricanes. I think the better team is the Hurricanes, and Austin Matthews being out is big. So I'm going with that line movement. I'm riding the Carolina Hurricanes tonight. I got it like minus 117. So, of course, recommended at minus 118. But that's the hockey play I got tonight. We are rolling with the Carolina Hurricanes over the Toronto Maple Leafs, minus 117 for Carolina. Now, really quick, I won't spend too much time on this one. But, man, was I so close to playing this game, and I still thought it was worth discussing really quick. 
Uh, this is his Penguins and Blues game. I really want to bet St. Louis in this spot, but you got to respect the market here. And what the market's telling you is that there's some favorable money going toward Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh opened up minus 115. You saw some movement go towards St. Louis, but now it's gone back to the Penguins up to minus 124. Now, Pittsburgh's on the road, and they're coming off a tough loss at Nashville on Tuesday, 4-1. to one. And the Blues are also coming off a loss, but they haven't played since Sunday. They lost versus the Jets 4-3. to three. Blues are a solid team at home. Granted, they're in a rough patch right now, but they're 27-3 at home. Penguins ain't too shabby on the road, 19-7-4. But the big thing here is Huso is starting for St. Louis, and he only has one loss at home this season, 10-1-0. 1.86 goals against average at home with a save percentage of 94% and one shutout. Overall, he's 15-4-3, 2.24 goals against average, 93% with his saves, but he's been outstanding at home, just one loss. And then you got Jari for Pittsburgh on the other side, who's also been a really solid goalie, 29-12-6, 2.32 goals against average, 92% with his saves and four shutouts. And actually, he's been really good on the road, 15-5-2, 2.07 goals against average, 92.5% with his saves, and three out of the four shutouts he has have come on the road. Now, he barely played against St. Louis earlier this season. Split time, they got the job done 5-3. to three. Again, I, I want to go with St. Louis because their goalie has only one loss at home, and he's been fantastic. St. Louis plays better at home. They have the better offense. But again, they are enduring this tough patch right now. They do have the rest advantage, but the market's going against them. I'm not saying the market is always correct. In times, we've gone against it and still have cashed on it, but because I was kind of 50-50-ish to begin with, and I know how good of a defense Pittsburgh's had as of late and still how good of a goalie they have as of this point, I think I'm just going to stay away, right? See if I have the right handicap, not risk anything financially. If it wins, okay, then we know we're on the right side for in our handicapping process with True. If not, well, we avoid a loss. But if you have more conviction than I do, I think this could be the next game you should consider betting tonight for hockey. Would lean toward the Blues, but again, nothing official. The official play we got tonight in hockey is going to be the Carolina Hurricanes minus 118 against the Toronto Maple Leafs. But aside from hockey, let's get back into the mix of college basketball. If you missed it earlier this week or at the beginning of the show, there is one more game that's on my docket for my early March Madness bets, and that's going to be San Francisco and Murray State. So this line originally opened up with San Francisco as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Then you saw it kind of trend toward Murray State. Then it came back toward the Dons. But now the Dons are going to be missing one of their big men, Masalski, late injury. So he's going to be out of the game. And now the line, again, gravitating toward Murray State up to about a two, two-and-a-half point favorite once again, depending on where you shop. At Bet Rivers, they're laying two. They're also minus 134 on the money line. San Francisco plus 114. The total we're seeing for this game at 137. Shaded to the over, minus 113. So again, Greg Peterson, always like to refer to him. He had this game at minus four in favor of Murray State before the news even came about. And we took Murray State also before the news of the injury came about. But this Murray State team is very lethal offensively, almost averaging 80 points per game. Defensively, just as solid, limiting opponents to less than 63 points per game. And they're led by three top scorers. K.J. Williams, 18 a game. Tevin Brown, 17 a game. Justice Hill, 13.2 points per game. Collectively, this team shooting 48% from the floor, 
over 35% from three. Again, not the best free throw shooting team at 69%, but neither is San Francisco shooting about 69%. And they shoot less from three and overall from the floor. This is the first time for San Francisco in the tournament since 98. They've turned the ball over 13 times per game. Murray State only 11 times per game, and they rebound more than San Francisco does, which proves to be huge in any game, but especially at this point in the season. I'm going to go with this squad that has not lost throughout their conference, 18-0. They're a very lethal team offensively, and I think the absence of San Francisco's big man will prove to have a huge impact. So I am going with Murray State. Again, we took a minus 120 earlier this week. Now they're at minus 134. I don't think it's too crazy to lay that on the money line. Not saying again, but if you haven't done it, then I would still highly suggest going with Murray State. We were just talking with Aaron Moore, and we talk about all the time, short spreads, minus one, minus one and a half, up to even sometimes minus three in the hook. I lay more to go on the money line for that security. And conversely, well, if you like the dog, maybe take some of that value. More of a popular take. Aaron and I were discussing that. But that's the reason why I implore you, if you want to bet Murray State, just go with the money line instead. 134. I, I thought it was going to be more extreme after the news of the guy being out. And again, I got minus 120. I get it. 14 cent difference. But I still think it's an appropriate price to lay with this Murray State squad over San Francisco. So officially, the two remaining dimes we do have tonight, Murray State minus 120 on the money line, and then we're going with the Carolina Hurricanes minus 117 tonight with our lone hockey play. Best of luck with whatever you are playing tonight. Thank you to our guests for joining the show. Thank you to you for listening. Enjoy all the madness. Best of luck. And we still got plenty more to come tomorrow. So until then, enjoy the rest of the late slate of games, but we'll see you then. Take care. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.